0: This episode is sponsored by TrueLearn, an exam prep company best known for their smart banks that turn your weak areas into your strengths. TrueLearn is the only company I trusted for Comlex Level 1 prep last year and Level 2 prep this year. Each TrueLearn practice question has detailed answer explanations and concise bottom lines for customizable studying. TrueLearn also has amazing USMLE smart banks as well as subscriptions for shelf or coma exams. Go to TrueLearn.com and use one of my special discount codes I have for up to $35 off your subscription. Special discount codes can be found in the episode description. TrueLearn is the first-line solution for excelling on exams. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson, and this is Firstline. Here to bring listeners of all backgrounds together to discuss whole body health and wellness. Through an osteopathic lens, First Line covers tangible ways to improve your health, hot topics in healthcare, the journey to becoming a physician, mental health, relationships, and even philosophy, all while holistically addressing the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Enneagram 4s are known as the individualist, the romantic, the artist, the melodramatic, the elitist, and the mystic. Enneagram 4's core desire or deepest desire is being authentic, uniquely themselves, being special, finding their own place in the world, and finding meaning. This is the type of that strives for authenticity and to be true to themselves, they also seek to be unique, special, and different than other people. They hold values very highly, also often pursue creative endeavors, whether in their career or their hobbies. But creativity does not mean that they are all artists necessarily. Creative can also extend to any line of work as creative solutions. Fours see the world differently in that they are constantly looking for beauty and inspiration. Because of this, they often get bored from everyday life that other people just accept. They don't like ordinary things they are constantly looking for texture in their world. And because other people don't feel this way, fours are probably the number that is most aware that there are different ways of seeing the world, because fours are the type that will think. That they're the only one that sees the world this way and that everyone else probably sees the world a different way. Whereas other numbers might just assume that everyone sees the world the same way they do, which is a separate problem. But fours do know that they are different. They often focus on what is missing and then they spend time longing for what they do not have. This feeling of longing is something that fours are very much in touch with and spend most of their lives doing. And it almost serves as a comfort for them. Because this kind of longing is actually a positive thing. And fours are just known for being super in touch with their feelings. They will often be able to describe how they're feeling. They're the number on the Enneagram that does that the best. They also tend to be melancholic, and that's different from being sad or being depressed. Melancholy is baseline feeling, kind of more of like a gloomy state of mind, that it's just their mood that isn't very upbeat, and fours are very comfortable, with this. They are often a little bit more serious, kind of like the Enneagram one, but in a different way that they're almost sad about most things. For them, it's not necessarily a a bad thing at all. So Enneagram fours constantly search for what is special, unique, and different outside of themselves as well. So experiences, material things, and because of this focus on whether it's their own uniqueness or uniqueness in material things or experiences, they can easily become envious of other people's uniqueness or other people's experiences or other people's material things that the Enneagram 4 may value. Each Enneagram 4 will have different things that they find beautiful, that they find unique. It's going to matter based off of the individual. And any number can very much value being their own person and have different interests and have certain items and belongings, but the Enneagram 4 really puts a lot of emphasis on not really the objectiveness of a person's worldly success, their, their resume, what they've been able to accomplish, or something that that actually has monetary value. Fours can also become very dissatisfied because of this constant search for what is special and what is unique because many times they are really longing forever. They can become dissatisfied and they often use their creative outlets as therapy or self-care, whatever you wanna call it as a way to then at least themselves be special and to almost let go of their frustration through expression. Fours are really known as not being too much of a doer, like a few of the types we'll talk about, but fours really can accomplish things if it is a form of expression, so that's kind of an exception to that. But many Enneagram 4s might not have a creative outlet, or they might not be able to name a creative outlet, while others will immediately know, like, yes, for me it's drawing, for me it's painting, for me it's singing, for me it's playing an instrument, for me it's acting, for me it's writing. But other ones will not really have found that yet. And it doesn't mean that you can't be an Enneagram 4 if you don't have that creative outlet, because it could show up in different places that you wouldn't really be able to acknowledge it really. Like it could be in your work life and your family life could be anywhere. So if you're really connecting with the Enneagram 4 and you don't have a creative outlet, I think it is really useful to find one that allows you to express yourself and Cope with the longing that you feel, but a lot of times, since it's a coping mechanism, Enneagram fours, if they really think about it, they will be able to identify where that creative expression is represented in their life. And fours really value honesty and deep conversations when interacting with other people, as one of the withdrawing numbers, they really do have focus of attention within themselves and find who they are within themselves, but they can be extremely interpersonal as well as part of the feeling triad or the uh, heart center, but they really do want to be authentic in their relationships. A lot of times when you first meet a four, they might be a little bit too much for you because fours do not like the surface level chit chat, small talk, whatever you wanna call it, talking about the weather. They want to have real conversations with you and they want to get to know you on a deep level, maybe even during the first conversation you ever have with them. And other numbers, other people in general will pick up on that immediately that these people want to go deeper than anyone else. They want to have the hard conversations. That's really all they really care about and they don't really feel the need to filter because uh, they really march to their own drum. If they're going to open up and talk to people, they want to talk about their feelings. They want to hear what other people are feeling and they want to talk about uh, very deep topics. Really, this is for them about intimacy as well. They desire to have authentic relationships and they're not happy with small talk. So you've realized already that fours are deeply emotional people and they can also be very sensitive. They can have highs and lows quickly within minutes. Fours are overall very much in tune with their own feelings, like I said. And they're also in tune with the feelings of others, which is very much in common with the other two numbers in the heart center or the feeling triad, which is twos and threes. And we talked about both already that twos are in tune with the emotions of others so that they can know what they need and be able to provide that in order to feel love. And threes do it so that they can be the version of themselves that people will like based off of knowing how people are feeling in the room. Twos really gravitate to the one person in the room that needs them the most, whereas threes will want to please everyone. Fours are a little bit different in that they don't really do much when they sense feelings from others. They're okay with just sitting with them and experiencing feelings with them, which is very different. It's more of a passive level than either of the other two numbers in the in the heart center and the feeling triad. The word empath is, I think, used a lot of different ways, but with the word empath, I mostly think of Enneagram 2s and I also think of Enneagram 4s because they both have a great ability to adapt to others' feelings Enneagram twos are less in tune with their own feelings, but definitely in tune with other people's feelings, whereas fours are definitely both. I would say threes can be empaths as well. Fours have this idea that they're different than everyone else and that no one will ever get them. And that's just something that they struggle with their whole life. And I think the closest they can get to being seen about that is talking to other fours that also feel the same way. I think they might have the hardest time with finding solidarity with people of the same number because there's this emphasis on feeling and everyone is going to feel deeply and feel different deep feelings. So there's just an even greater range within fours. There are a few other numbers that Also have enormous range, but I feel like fours at least have the most trouble with feeling solidarity, even though how they react to things and kind of the behavioral traits can be more consistent. As far as their feelings, it's probably going to be hard to really feel like someone else feels the exact same. So they will often struggle with that for their whole lives. Most of them have accepted that and are okay with it, um because they can be authentic to who they are and then find meaning in that, but this feeling makes them susceptible to feeling rejected and not seen, especially when they have any kind of expectation set on them that They're not able to meet for whatever reason, whether it's too boring because it's ordinary or because it's outside of their comfort zone or because they have feelings around it. They can feel a little bit out of place and they struggle to find belonging. They can easily feel like they have been rejected by a group of people, whether it's a family or a group of friends or workplace. They can very much read into the emotions of others. So if they pick up on negative feelings, they might feel rejected. It can cause them stress if they don't have authentic relationships with others as well or if their input and their uniqueness is not valued. Though when they do feel rejected, I think fours are the number that is probably able to adapt to to stress and to rejection and to interpersonal strains because they can just sit in their feelings and they have no problem with reflecting on the past and thinking through what happened and how they felt and how other people felt and kind of learning from that. The Enneagram 4's vice is one that I've mentioned already. It's envy. So they're, they're envious because they value things that are beautiful and things that are unique and special because that can fulfill what they long for on the inside. And sometimes these are personal belongings and material things. They can be envious of others, but they can also be envious when it comes to someone else a person being unique and special in a way that the Enneagram Four really admires in them, and the Enneagram Four can be envious of having that for themselves. The envy that the Enneagram Fours have is just the sense that they're missing something that others have, which kind of relates to their perception that they're different than everyone else. Almost like they just have this fatal flaw that they'll never be able to pinpoint exactly what it is, but they know that they're different. And sometimes that can be seen as that they're missing something instead of that they have something extra. And they kind of see other people as being happier, Being more deserving of success, just being overall better, and they just think that they may lack that as well. They just have this sense of deficiency, that they are just lacking something. And so they're often comparing themselves to others. Even when they are feeling good about themselves, they might be comparing themselves to others as feeling more superior, but most of the time for the Enneagram 4s, it's feeling more inferior. The virtue for the Enneagram 4 is equanimity. I did not know what this word meant when I was learning the Enneagram, but it really just means this inner calmness and composure with uh, an even temper despite whatever situation they find themselves in. And this might be a little bit surprising because everything that I've kind of stated previously makes Enneagram 4s kind of feel like this troubled artist that has kind of inner turmoil and just a lot of emotions, and they have to sublimate it through an artistic endeavor. But really, that is quite surface level because the Enneagram 4, in the internal side, they have a lot of self-doubt and just going back and forth on whether they are unique, and then when they do decide that they are unique, then they feel very much alone, and it's kind of this back and forth, very tumultuous. You can imagine when things happen in their outer world with different relationships or just different life events, different changes that occur, they can very much be stressed out when it's not what they expect, especially when they do find beauty, and find uniqueness in something, whether that is a job, a career path, or whether it's material goods, whether it is their art itself, whatever that means for them. They can become very attached to things, and for them, it really does wreak havoc in their world, this need for equanimity and just the thought of having mental calmness and evenness of temper, if that just seems like the ultimate goal for you, then really do think about if you are an Enneagram 4 or if you move to the Enneagram 4 with your number. Because for other numbers, this will seem very much like a foreign concept. So, like all of the virtues of the Enneagram numbers that I'm going to discuss, it's really not a trait that all of the numbers really have, but it's something that they can reach for in healthy space. And in Enneagram 4, when they acquire equanimity, they are truly special people. You can imagine with the the healthy side of the 4 being uh, creative and very much self-reflective and philosophical and super intelligent, especially emotional intelligence. Coupling that with an inner calmness creates such a unique balance of characteristics that really makes them the most creative thinkers that we've ever had in this world. And true artists and creatives and entrepreneurs and wonderful friends and family members that can sit with any emotion and not just absorb emotions and then add to their inner turmoil, but can sit with emotions, absorb it, and it not affect Their composure is something that is really special and you will not see with any other number. So, the equanimity is kind of this balance in how they see themselves and then others that they can just reach this point where their emotions just exist, but they don't have to control them. For other numbers, would probably be an unhealthy trait to have, but for the Enneagram 4, with how much emotion they have, this detachment is actually healthy because they can be consumed by their emotions. Equanimity also refers to them recognizing that they do have all they need and nothing is missing, but this is something that Most, if not all, Enneagram 4s will struggle with, to some extent, their entire lives. But they can definitely get closer to feeling as if they don't lack anything and maybe feeling as if, even if they do lack something, that it's not essential and that it is trivial. So for the Enneagram 4, their unconscious childhood message is it's not okay to be too functional or too happy. It's not okay to be too functional or too happy. Then the lost childhood message is, um, you are seen for who you are. You are seen for who you are. And Enneagram 4s usually don't believe this because it's not what they heard when they were a child. It was lost on them. And Enneagram 4s, a lot of their personality traits come from this belief that they're not seen for who they are and that they have to work towards that by being special, by being unique, by finding beauty in the world and acquiring it in whatever way that is. So thinking about the animal that is represented by the Enneagram 4, the Sadness of the Enneagram Four can be represented as a basset hound that uh, kind of just always has a sad look on its face. Other people might perceive as just sad and melancholy. So another one is the dove, the cooing. It represents the lamenting of the Enneagram Four and the longing that the Enneagram Four often feels. It's interesting because it very much does sound like longing and lamenting, but for the Dove, it is a song. And I think that is really a beautiful representation of the nature of the Enneagram Four, that they find beauty in longing. Fours move to two in stress and one in security or growth. So... Fours get stressed whenever their authenticity is compromised. The world travels too fast for fours, as fours are in the withdrawing stance, which means that they're oriented to the past. So, when they are placed in situations in which they cannot slow down the pace, they may enter the space of twos. And this move makes a lot of sense because twos are very personal and want to receive love through helping. So Fours then can do this in order to regain their authenticity, at least on an individual basis. This allows them to no longer feel rejected, but accepted by other people, even though they might not feel that quite internally. This helping nature also gives them something to find beauty in, which happens to be something entirely in their control a lot of times the longing that the fours feel are very much out of their control, but this gives them an opportunity to actually do something and kind of help how they feel. So fours under constant stress, especially when they find themselves in workplaces that seem to add to that, they may misrepresent as a two. And this is true for any of the numbers. If you do acknowledge that you're in a place in life where you are under a lot of stress, then you may mistype as the number that you move to in stress. The Enneagram 4 and 2 space may find that they're a little bit more outwardly emotional, and they might care a bit more about what others think of them. And this is important because this can help them lower their stress and to regain the authenticity that they desire and the ability to feel special because of how other people are treating them. Fours really do need the space to re-engage relationships and then to rely on others to affirm their individuality and value their authentic self. So what about security? Well, Fours feel secure when they do have the opportunity to slow down and also when they're pursuing something of substance that they feel adds beauty to the world. So this can be a really good workplace environment, or it can be taking a lot of time to pursue whatever creative endeavor they choose. And when they do feel this way, they enter one space, which is exactly what they need to bring their projects to life. It allows them to work harder in the workplace and then to get things done. It's really the doing aspect. So one space gives them assurance that what they are doing is right and it also gives them the motivation to get it right. They become more productive and focused, they get things done, and they might not be as moody or emotionally driven as usual. When they move to the healthy side of one, they will often feel great about themselves too. So as a takeaway, Fours want to encounter beauty and authenticity in the world in order to feel connected to it. As far as personal growth and things to work on as an Enneagram 4, we've talked about a few already, but they really do need to pay more attention to the present moment. When you find yourself dwelling too much on the past, try to work through that. It might even mean talking to someone through it, whether it is a family member, a friend, or it can be a professional, like a therapist, just anyone to kind of talk through things so that you can kind of move forward from it. Fours uh, struggle so much with kind of pessimistic thinking. Like I said, they always look for what's missing instead of acknowledging what is there. So for the four, it is so, so important to do gratitude work I've said this on previous episodes, but I'll I'll say it again. I think it's a good practice for everyone, but especially Enneagram 4s, of making a daily habit of either thinking of or writing down 10 things that you're grateful for. 10 might be a lot if you want to start with 5. I think that's really good. And that will force you to focus on what you do have instead of what you don't have. Making that a daily habit will kind of remind you throughout the day of, of acknowledging things when they do go right because you know that at the end of the day you're going to be writing it down so you're more on the alert to look for things throughout the day and it makes a big difference trust me. Four struggle like the other withdrawing numbers with procrastination and not doing things that they need to do so for the four accountability partners are important as well um having someone follow up with you to make sure that you are moving forward and not getting stuck in the past fours can be extraordinarily successful if they have the right infrastructure to get things done because that is what holds them back they have all these ideas brilliant brilliant ideas and so much creativity but a lot of times they don't have the follow through so that is something that I would recommend for Enneagram Force for growth. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm on Instagram at Firstline Podcast. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Firstline Podcast. You can reach out for any questions, comments, suggestions, feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again.